The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. If every church can work on just get one person, train up everybody, but one going to break out the pack. One's going to say, I'm not going to bow. I'm not going to burn. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to be lax. I'm not going to divorce. I'm not going to fornicate. I'm not somewhere they going to say, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. And when they say that, they are on their way to the top. We used the scripture back in Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, and we talked about there that in Proverbs 4, 23, he said, guard your heart, for out of your heart comes the forces or issues of life. Now, the forces or issues of life, meaning the force of faith comes out of the heart. The force of love comes out of the heart. The force of joy comes out of the heart. What do you mean heart? We're not talking about the blood pump. We're talking about the inner man. We're talking about the person inside of that body. So the forces are coming out of there. Now you have a choice, but you take God's, you take God's choice by faith, knowing that if you do act good when somebody's screaming at you, that God's going to come in on the scene and work it out. This is a good way to make folks grow up, isn't it? So what am I saying here? The enemy knows now he's got control of the high places and he's given control of the high places to whomever he will. But he knows that if you get up to the, that certain point in that high place, whoever's at the top of that mountain is going to control the potential that's in that mountain. So you're going to take control of that media and they won't be able to show certain things on television. You're going to be able to control the politics and so forth and somebody get up there and forget about God. I mean, what's that all about anyway? I mean, when you take an oath, don't you take an oath and put your hand right on here and lift this other one up? Well, what you putting your hand on there for? This one says a man should be married to a woman. That's what this one knows. Now, now, listen, listen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Can I just talk about what this one says? I'm talking about if you're going to put your hand on this one. See, why, why put your hand on this one and then don't do nothing it says? If you're going to put your hand on this one, if not, take this one away. Get yourself a storybook. Get yourself a novel or something like that. And just, you know, but if, if you're going to put your hand on this one right here, that's all I'm saying. Because what you're doing here is you're swearing to keep an oath of the Constitution. And the fact of the thing, the Constitution comes out of here. In, in here, it talks about the three levels and branches of government. That's where we got it from. We got it from right here. Nobody thought of that. We got it from here. But I got to send somebody to that office who's going to put his hand on this book. Come on now. And do what the book says. Can I keep going? So now 
We <laughs> okay, so one thing we got to we've got to go enter in. We've got to enter because we've got to enter that strong man's house. And we're going to have to go through that. And we saw Jesus trying to cross over. And that was Mark chapter uh, 4 and verse 35 through 41. And he was crossing over, but there was a storm. And the storm came up. And what happened to the disciples? They fell out. They started arguing with each other. And then they accused Jesus that he didn't care if they died or not. Now, how many of you know Jesus is for you? Okay, so what has happened? They go into the strong man's house because when they get to the other side, there's a demoniac man there that's got tw- at least 2,000 demons loaded in him. Now, what is he doing? He's, he's, he's controlling the waterway. He's controlling the waterway. He's controlling, he's controlling the, 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 the currency. He's controlling the economics. He's controlling the fish of the sea. See, and, and, and this is the first thing that God gave Adam dominion over, the fish of the sea. It, 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 and so here he's controlling that so you can't get by there naturally. You can't get by that naturally. Forget that. So what did he need is some supernatural. He needs inside of him some, some fruit. He needs the fruit of love and peace and joy and so forth and so on. Come on. He needs all of that. But understand, he, he didn't choose God. God chose him. God chose him. That's what he said in, in, his, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse, verse, 13, verse 3. Praise God. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, he talks about the fact that blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He said, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. When did he choose you? He chose you. He didn't choose you when you chose him. He chose you before the foundation of the world. And he chose you before the foundation of the world because he knew that you could go where he was going to tell you to go. Come on. And when he go, when you go where he tell you to go, he knows that you're going to be successful in that endeavor. Say amen to that. Amen. So he's got these love forces uh, uh, loaded inside of you. Now he's sending you into the place of the ungodly on purpose. Why? Because he's planning to raise you up in that environment. Now he knows that you have, have been chosen by him and you have, Lord have mercy. Can I say this? You were made in his image. I said, you were made in his image. Come on. You have his life. You have his mind. You have his nature. You have his spirit. You have his name. You have his ability. You have his disposition. You have his blessing. You have his faith. You have his love. All that's loaded in you. And when you go to a place, he's all already decided what the outcome is going to be. Second Corinthians chapter two and verse 14. He's already decided what the outcome is going to be. Now, thanks be to God, which always causes me to triumph. He doesn't care what the opposition is going to be because there's going to be a declared distinction between you and the rest of the world that God has already designated victory for you. He's that you are going to be rich. He's already designated that you're going to be invincible, indestructible, unstoppable, and indisputable.
indefensible. He's already called you a, 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 a joint heir with Christ. Now, I'm just saying here that all of a sudden people get there and somehow they put their hand on the book and it doesn't mean anything. Well, now, wait a minute. What's up with that? So the first thing that happens is I got to go in. I've got to enter in. But entering in is not all there is. The next thing I've got to do is I've got to conquer. I've got to take control. So when uh, he got past the storm, he hit the next coast, which is Mark chapter five. And now he runs up on a demoniac man. Now understand this man was being used by forces of evil and Satan takes those who he would, whose mind and thinking is most easily controlled and puts them into a place to be able to control that whole mountain. But they're coming down because God can put up one and take down another. And I'm saying that as we go now into controlling these high places, it's kind of interesting. Some people don't want to go. And what they say basically is they want to hang around the church. Now, what do I mean by that? All of a sudden, it's time for them to serve God and they talk about they're supposed to preach. Now, wait, wait a minute. Oh, hold on. Now, I'm just saying that because maybe their purpose isn't preaching. They think because they love God, they're supposed to be in the pulpit. No, 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 honey, you got it wrong. You can love God in the pew. You, you, you can love God as a head of IBM. You can love God as a head of Commonwealth Edison. You can love God as a head of the school superintendent thing. So somehow they think because they have a love for God and so forth, they're supposed to be on the mission field. No, you don't. You're supposed to be right there where you are because you've, uh, you misdefine what a minister is. See, you got to understand that your ministry is just as important as my ministry. I'm just called to this. You are called to that. for this and you won't have to give account for that. Well, I'm retired. You can't retire from the kingdom. You can't, you, you might have left that job, but you are not retired. There ain't no retirement in here. See, when you make a choice, your choice is going to affect somebody. Do you hear what I'm saying? And, and the devil always tries to counter God's choices. And one is a choice of faith and the other one's going to be a choice of fear. One of them is a choice of righteousness and I guarantee you the other going to be a choice of unrighteousness. One of them's going to be a, a choice of courage. The other one's going to be some kind of other choice. My point to you is, is take God's choices because when you choose something, it's going to affect somebody else's life. Say amen to that. Now, the other thing, Satan does not want you to be raised up. Now, here's one of the biggest reasons why. Because if you get raised up, 
millions of lives shall be affected. I'm going to say that again. The one person who breaks through, now let's just say I'm preaching to you all of y'all and just one person in here breaks through to the top. Whoever breaks through, no matter what mountain they are in, millions of lives are going to be affected. And that's what the devil knows. If I can just get one of you to the top, if every church can work on just getting one person, train up everybody, but one going to break out the pack. One's going to say, I'm not going to bow. I'm not going to burn. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to be lax. I'm not going to divorce. I'm not going to fornicate. I'm not somewhere they going to say, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. And when they say that, they are on their way to the top. Now, you need to hear this because a lot of people are not preaching it because it's not that popular. My friends, we're not looking for something that's popular. We're looking for something that pleases God. Am I right about it? This is your moment. God chose you. And I say this, you will make it to the top. I decree it in the name of Jesus. The devil will not be able to stop you threats going to stop you. No fear is going to stop you. Come on. No misfortune going to stop you. When you stumble your foot, you're going to get up, dust yourself off, and go again. Because a righteous man falls seven times and gets back up again. with him. No, oh, you can go out. Just, just, you know, don't, don't, just don't get drunk. They're trying to make you stay there. But you're on your way. Oh. You're going to the top. Hey, because if I can get one of y'all to the top, we're going to shift the climate. Shift to climate. So the first thing, enter in. The next thing, conquer. Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. Conquer. He says, nay, in all these things, we are more 
and conquer us through him that what? Loved us, man. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. And then the last one is possess. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 7, please. And verse 1. When the Lord thy God shall bring you into the land, would you go to what? Possess it. And has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, Hivites, the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than any natural man. You are not a natural man. You are super natural. Just give an example. I did a little study. Jebusites. Hebrew means to stomp on. What do they do? These are spirits that reinforce your lameness. Reinforce your, any inferiority that you might be carrying. They reinforce a caste system. A caste system is like over in India. If you're born in this lower caste, that's where you die. If you're born in the upper class, that's where you die. And they reinforce that system. So you can see that same spirit reinforces racism. It's a spirit behind racism called a spirit of division. And it is a Jebusite. It is a spirit. And if you've got a spirit, you can't fight him in the natural. Come on now. Though we war in the flesh, we do walk in the flesh, we do not war in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the what? Power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11. That you may be able to what? Stand against what? The wiles of the devil. And then it says next in verse 12, glory to God, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities and power. Well, that's enough. That's enough. I just want you to know, I just want you to know you're not up against natural living. That's why nobody else can take it but the church. So now I got to possess. Now what's the difference between possess? Possess means to take ownership. Watch this and control it from within. So notice what happens. Here's a man, madman of Gadara. Jesus runs to him. The man ran up to him, out of control. The demon spoke out of the man. Now notice what they were doing with the man. They were controlling him from within because he was possessed. Got it? So when you take the land, you're going to control it from within. You take the industry, you're going to control it from within. Come on now. That's you. Now don't think you're not smart enough. You are not, you're not stupid enough for God not to be able to use you. I, I, I don't mean that in an offensive way. I mean that in an offensive way. I'm saying Gideon tried to disqualify himself. Didn't he try to? 
He basically, he said, I'm, I'm the dumbest one around here. God said, I'm going to take you and show you who I am. I'm going to take you and you're going to lead Israel to victory. So don't try to disqualify yourself. Let me just finish this. Is this the right bunch I'm talking to here? So the last thing, what does the enemy try to do? Two things he doesn't want you to see about yourself. And they both come from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Okay. Now realize there are all kinds of forces assisting the Gentiles to keep you from where you're supposed to go. But where are you headed? To the top. And God said, let us make man in our image after what? Our likeness and let them have what? Dominion. All right, let's just stop right there. What is image? It's the exact duplicate of kind. Okay. Now what is your image? Who are you made like? God. So God sends you here and part of your training is here and part is outside here because he's taking you to a new standard. Put it up there, please. Isaiah 62. He's taking you to a new standard and he says, go through, go through the gates, prepare ye the way of the people, cast up, cast up the highway, gather out of the stones, lift up a standard for the people. Here's a standard right here. And he's going to send you in there with a whole new standard. Say amen to this. But you have to know who you are. I said, you have to know who you are because there is a new standard of morality that you're going to lift up. There's a new standard of, 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 of your own economy, of your own physical well-being, of your own mental. You are a brilliant person. Glory to God. Well, I'm calling this thing out. But also there is a royal standard. Glory to God. I said, there is a royal standard and it was never meant for you and I to grope for things or to struggle for faith. And I think one of the biggest reasons why people are struggling for faith is because their esteem is so low. You see, the first thing God does when he gets you born again is fellowship with you. And you can't fellowship with somebody not on your level. And most of the people of God, we have been born, we were born in slavery. That's like the people in Egypt. We were born out there where we were struggling, trying to make it, doing this, doing that, and so forth. But now you got born again. Now all of a sudden you're in a righteous family. All of a sudden you're in a royal family. All of a sudden now you're a race of kings. All of a sudden now, so I got to get my mind renewed to who I really am. Say amen to that. So I got to listen to the Holy Ghost because he'll tell you, no, don't talk like that. That's not the way a king or queen should talk. He'll tell you how to eat, how to 
sit, your posture. He'll tell you your behavior. He'll tell you to lose some weight. He'll tell you, come on, don't throw shabby down now. He'll tell you, he'll tell you what manner of speech you should have. He'll tell you, clean up your mind. He'll tell you, don't watch that. He'll tell you this. I'm just saying all these things because you now are royalty. And many times the enemy is trying to do maintenance on your ignorance of who you, you really are. But you can't let him do that. You got to know who you are and who God says you are. I'm saying now that what we do is take your royalty by faith. Take who God says you are by faith. Because there are certain things that royalty won't do. There are certain things that royalty won't receive. There are certain things that where places royalty won't stay. There are certain things royalty won't drink. There are certain things royalty won't even eat. There are certain things royalty, come on now, and I'm telling you, let's work on our royalty a little bit. Let's work on who God says we are because we're in a royal family. We got now things, all we got to do is decree things now, and they shall, come on, they shall, come on, God. Says here, for if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Now, if you put that up there in the amplified translation, but because of one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death reign through that one, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor, and the free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself. They will reign, come on, as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Folks, you inside are the spitting image of Jesus. You, that's why he said, as a father, he, he said, as I am, so are you in this world. And I want you to know right now, God sees you as royalty. He's, he doesn't see you as somebody struggling in a slave camp, trying to make it. Come on now. And what you need to do is see yourself like that. Because other people are going to see you like you see yourself. And you see yourself like that, there's certain things you won't allow. Come on, there's certain things you won't accept. The time for you living beneath your privileges are is over. This is God's hour for your power. It's time for you to rise and be counted by the Spirit of God as one of the children of God that's going all the way to the top. Equip yourself to rise to the top of your industry by faith in Pastor Winston's powerful, life-changing teaching, Climbing Without Compromise. To order on CD or DVD, contact us online at billwinston.org or by phone at 1-800-711-9327. Climbing Without Compromise is a three-disc series. Now, this series teaches you what is required for making the right choices on your way to the top. You see, God has a plan for you and I to take us to the top of whatever mountain of influence or profession that we are in, 
there, and there are forces that are set up to tempt us or to make us make choices contrary to the standards of God. But when you know who you are as royalty and you see yourself as God sees you and you walk by faith and not by sight, you will not compromise God's word. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you. Until next time, keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.